here we are back at it. Talks with Booster. Brought to you by Foodies Never Say Die Podcast. Keep on listening. Keep on drinking. So I am sitting here at the West Hampton Beach Brewery with Jessica Jones. Miss Jones, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Booster? Oh, I cannot complain. I got a flight of beers. I'm happy as a clown. Likewise. Let's talk about your brewery experience, brewery going experience. Knowledgeable, binge a lot. What's going on? I would say over amount, the amount of time, I'd say maybe 15 years. I've been to about 15 breweries. One per year. Not One a bad per year. Not too bad. Okay. So how about beer knowledge? How far do you extend to? Just... I see a beer, I drink it, or do you at least know like a style beer you like? I definitely know the style beer I like, um, how it's made, not too knowledgeable, even though I've been to plenty of breweries where they gave me the tour. Uh, I'm definitely an IPA girl, I'm, def- I'm definitely a Guinness girl, uh, I definitely drink lager, so it sounds like, You're now that you've asked me, maybe it is I see beer, I drink it. That's right. Nothing to complain about that. So, what are you drinking right now? Right now? What am I drinking? <laughs> it is a dark beer. Um, it's not quite a stout. Not the Irish cream stout? It's not have? the Irish cream stout. Oh, you have the Black Hole Suds. It's a Schwartz beer. A Schwartz beer, yes. So, I took German in high school, so that's why I chose it. It basically means black beer. <laughs> knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Beer is knowledge. Knowledge is power. Here's to that. Cheers. Cheers. So, how do you like this brewery so far? What's your impression? I really enjoy it. Um, it is a more modern facility. Uh, it's more of a warehouse on an airport type of facility. Yeah. But they did it well. Uh, they brought the beach. They have surfboards. We have some distressed wood. And we have a little view of uh, the actual brewery, which I really enjoy. Not all places feature that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy that they have the, uh, the glass into the actual brewery aspect. So you can just see what they're doing, when they're doing it, I'm sure. Uh, prior to COVID times, they were doing tours and stuff like that, even though it's just kind of like, step into this room and, all right, get the text. Right. But, yeah, I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very nice, very nice. The facility, I have to say, the, the, the vibe is really chill. Everyone looks like they're enjoying themselves. I'm enjoying myself, so. We're offering good food. Earlier, we're a couple of drinks in. For those listening, we, uh, we had ourselves some food, too. So, looking around here, you know, we've got a good amount of people here, which is very nice. Everyone's obviously following the COVID guidelines, wearing masks whenever they get up, keeping six feet apart. Uh, everyone's eating food with their drinks. Uh, but it's also nice because the table directly in front of me is playing a nice game of Uno, which that can be cut there depending on who you play with. They also have a nice variety of uh, board games and other other things to do, you know, which is awesome. I think that's a key component. I've got my eye on Candyland. I won't lie. We're gonna do a one-on-one Candyland. It's gonna happen. It has to happen. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I think I can take you on. Okay. All right, fine. Connect four. No, no, no. Fine, Candyland. We're, we're starting. All right. We're starting with 
That's with making um, stops at certain places and stuff. Or just... We're stopping at certain places where we were basically sightseeing. We're working our way to the stout. All right, all right. Yes. Right. Sitting there. The stout's <laughs> I saved for the end. Though. All right, good. <laughs> yeah. The Dutchman's kind of special, too. Yeah. Looks like that one's it. So we actually get, uh, it doesn't say it on the notes here, all our bigger notes do. We use uh, killer bee honey that we get from New Mexico. And this stuff, like, when my brewer is like, you gotta try the honey. I'm like, it's just honey, right? Try it. It's like nothing I've ever had before. So this really, I mean, it's just about 10%, but you don't taste it. It's just so well balanced. I was gonna try it, but because of the alcohol content, I was like, maybe I shouldn't, but the killer bee thing sounds cool. Okay. That's it, that's it. It says um, it on the can, but, uh, Okay. I think, honestly, I always save, I always try to save certain ones for last, yep. based on name or anything like that, kind of a story. <laughs> so that little uh, blurb was uh, one of the brewery owners, actually, who has come by, uh, you know, probably about two or three times now. And checked up on us, and nothing, anything on the point of, you know, guy leave me alone, let me drink my drink. He's been very cordial, very nice, very informative. Uh, it's made the experience that much more pleasurable than uh, my uh, I just think it's nice to have that kind of uh, personable background into what you're doing. You can see the passion when he talks about this stuff. You guys obviously just heard it. You can just hear the passion behind uh, what he's doing, how he's making it, and then what he's trying to deliver to the table. It's just, it's really refreshing. And if I may, sure. uh, he's absolutely sincere when delivering it. You can see it. He is very interested to know like how we how we like his beer. Uh, he told us a story earlier about how he went from the wine business into the beer business. So he's definitely wanted to do it for a while, and now he's been able to do it. The, uh, the beer was his overall goal, but he got sidetracked with uh, taking on the wine industry for a little bit. But I think that actually was a uh, probably the thought behind that. Which, I'm sure I could always ask him was maybe get his feet wet into just the industry itself. Breweries and breweries, it's kind of like a toe and toe. You come in, you do tasters, you have some food, and then you just kind of leave. And you buy a bottle or you buy a can of beer. So it's kind of like the same thing. So I think it might have been his way of getting some kind of experience. Industrial then, knowledge, I yeah, think. Maybe he kind of just got 
uh, kind of tracked with it because he did it for what do you say about 10, 12 years. Yes. So 10 to 12 years doing that, getting some nice solid experience, and then being able to walk away from that after selling it, and then coming back into the true ultimate goal, beer industry. Yep. So you're doing fine. It looks like. I think so. Plenty of people during COVID. This is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So, fun fact for the listeners out there: if anybody's listened to anything about my, my you know, me, this podcast, or prior with the Foodies of Survive podcast, you know, I do not like pumpkin beers. They have a pumpkin beer. Obviously, I'm doing flights and everything, and uh, they had a pumpkin beer. And I'm not gonna lie, it was actually very, very good. I really like this pumpkin beer. So it may have opened my mind to the pumpkin beer world, which I still hold my reserves on the rest of them, but I will never say no to try. It should mean something also that they extended their uh, making of pumpkin beer because people request it so much here. Oh, yeah. They had so much demand uh, that instead of just doing it for the season, he extended it. That's enough in itself. Enough in itself. I did not do the brown sugar on the rim, though. That's just not me. And maybe next time. Maybe, but uh, okay. It's a second second step to open your mind to the uh, the rim. So now I am on the uh, Irish cream step. Very very good. Uh, very creamy. Very coffee like. So. Backtrack to your stops around the boroughs. Right. Uh, was there anything specifically that you did while you were while you were stopping in each borough? Like any any notable sites that you saw? We did. We did. So um, I have to mention that this was at night, like almost midnight. So. Oh. Truly, there was midnight oil. Really, nobody around. City yes. City that never we, sleeps. It still is the city that does not sleep. I can testify to that. Uh, but, yeah, we, we made it a point to stop in every borough to see a few uh, touristy sites. So, not that you didn't ask, but Staten Island was really the one that was less notable out of all of them. We, uh, we went to Staten Island, and we looked at the Verrazano Bridge, and that was basically it. There's a nice uh, beach on Staten Island that gives a nice view of this Verrazano Bridge, and that was it. Um, and we made our way back over it. So uh, that was our first stop. Our second stop uh, was to go into Manhattan. We saw Times Square, where we saw the, uh, the New Year's Eve ball, or New Year's Day ball. Okay. With 2021 on it, that was pretty cool. Are you um, still hanging out there? So nobody's hanging out there, but it is empty, which makes it very eerie. Everything is lit up, as you would see on TV or any kind of TV shows, but it's empty as could be. Um, but it is still lit up, uh, and I heard that it stays lit up year-round. I'm not sure if that's accurate. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's there year-round, but uh, that's the first time in person I've ever seen a New Year's Eve ball. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So uh, from there, we made our way into the Bronx. Boogie down. Now, when you think of the Bronx, what do you think of as far as like touristy sites? Zoo. Okay, right. I wasn't expecting you to say that at first, <laughs> but we did not go to the zoo because it is midnight. Right. So uh, we went to two places. We went to Yankee Stadium. Okay. 
pretty cool. I've been to one game there in, in my life when the new Yankee Stadium was built. Um, that was pretty cool. I took a picture. Uh, oh, I should mention that we took pictures at each site that we went to on this particular night, of course. Because if you didn't take a picture, it doesn't exist. It didn't happen. It did not happen. But did you post it on social media? I did. Then maybe it didn't happen. I didn't. But <laughs> there was a group chat amongst my coworkers and I. Okay. So uh, from there, we made our way into Queens, and okay. I'll ask you again: what What do you think of? What do you think of Queens as far as tourists? Uh, City Field, breweries. I mean, breweries are. I think of in a what touristy attraction do you think? I I think breweries. Okay. Um, they got the uh, tennis courts. Okay. I, I, you're yeah. Same. Same way of thinking that we were thinking. Uh, we were we wanted to go to the World Fair, mm-hmm. so we went there. You know, uh, there's a, a globe yeah. sculpture. Yep. Both of us had never been there. I've actually been up close to it. Oh, see, yeah. we had it. We've always worked. But I didn't in, uh, post the picture that I took of it, so I guess it never happened. It never happened. So we can just erase that from this now, right? Because it never happened. I guess so. Mm. Unless I show you the picture. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> Uh, yes, so we, we took a picture up close, <laughs> as you said, to the globe and the uh, the other sculptures that are there that I'm not exactly sure what were, they were used for, except for in Men in Black, you know, there are the spaceships. I call them the spaceships. I always thought, or maybe I'm just confusing it with, um, not New York City's but spinning restaurant. Yes, there's a few of them in the world. Yeah, so I thought maybe that would have been, um... I guess a restaurant. I guess not. No, there is a restaurant over there. there. No, not in there, but over there. That is kind of like that, where you see the city views. So you're you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there, but I heard it was nice. Uh, So what am I missing now? Staten Island, Manhattan, Bronx, Queens. Okay, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. What do we think about Brooklyn? Coney Island. Roller coasters, aquarium, pizza. So we made our way to Coney Island. And I will say this I thought that it was more like a beach type of uh, road trip, I would say. It was kind of like a road trip yeah. of all the sites in New York City. Um, but yeah, we went to Coney Island. Uh, we walked on the boardwalk as we did in Staten Island, walked on the boardwalk as well. Uh, the Coney Island was not lit up fully as it, as it has been. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is in the middle of winter, but uh, still cool, still cool to go there. Um, and then we went back to our uh, to our office after that, and that was that. Um, but never have I ever been in all five boroughs in three hours. I was going to say one day. In one day and in three hours, yes. That's fair. I can't say I've ever done that either. I- no, yeah, no. I thought I might have, but I've only been in four in one. I've never done all five. Okay. In one day. I see an accomplishment. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe yeah. I see any. I think I got all five. No, you got all five. Okay. Start with Staten Island. Worked your way to Bronx. Uh, oh, but Bronx, I. Manhattan. Then I, you went to Queens and Brooklyn. I'm sorry, I forgot one. One or two pit stops along the way. Okay, do tell. So this would probably be more exciting than all of these places that I've been to, but uh, in the Bronx, fun fact, 
they filmed uh, part of the Joker movie along right. those stairs, yeah, along that, with all the memes with the Joker on did it. You, uh, did you run down those stairs? Though? I did not run down the stairs, but they were very impressive. I mean, they are exactly how, how it's seen in the movie, um, all those flights of stairs. And fun facts for your listeners, uh, if you Google map Joker stairs, it comes up in Google Maps. So you can you can navigate so there if you like. Notoriously known as Joker stairs. It is a Joker stairs, just like... Uh, not that it's in New York City, but in uh, Utah, there is the Forrest Gump uh, scene where he's running down that long road yes. with, you know, the uh, the rocks in the back of them. If you Google Forrest Gump Road, you'll find it there, too. So navigate to Forrest Gump Road, and it'll be exactly where he was running along with all those people. Wow. Yep. So we are about to play uh, Candyland. Um, so we'll see how this goes. One on one, Candyland. I am sitting here sipping the uh, Flying Dutchman, and it is fantastic. I definitely love it. The after hearing about the honey story, I definitely am glad I say this for last. Okay. What do you got in your uh, well, in the mirror, your pint class? Right. So. Uh... I ordered a pineapple for my one flight, and I got the Hurricane IPA, which is, uh, the Hurricane is featured on a lot of their, their shirts, yeah. so, yeah. have to try it, and very delicious, if I may. Fair enough. All right. So, ladies first, Miss Jones. Okay. Enjoy your first card. Here we go. Red. Uh, I'm not going too far here. So, you chose the red gingerbread person piece. I did. And I chose the green. Very Christmas-like. First is red, maybe my first will be. Oh, what is this? The Uh, lollipop girl? Lollipop girl. Lollipop boys. Get out of here. And I am all the way at the end, and I will have listeners note uh, that Miss Jones did shuffle the card deck. I did not even touch it. Hell, I didn't even take out the game. When I came back from the bathroom, the game was out here on the table. Here I go with an orange, oh, orange card, but it's, it's rainbow trail. It, there's a little past the rainbow trail, so I am yeah. still behind Mr. Rooster, but <laughs> nonetheless, we'll see what happens. Uh, Look at the draw, my friend. I mean, hell, if I if I get the peppermint, I gotta go all the way back, right? So, red. Okay. Working my way. Purple, favorite color. Okay. Slow and steady wins the race. 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 Wins the race? Well, I guess uh, for anyone trying to lose weight, yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. That's actually true. Not in the case of a beer drinker, but... Listen. (laughs) Orange for me. Boom. Are we shaming beer drinkers or not? Uh, Definitely not. Okay. I would never. I, I chose red. Slow and steady. I'm just afraid to get another uh, yellow. I'm afraid to get another like, you know, I. What would you call? Would you call them like theme park? Yeah, stops? yeah, I'd say that specialty cards. Yeah, like advances you throughout the, the board. Oh man, if you get stuck on the licorice, you lose a turn. Yeah. Yikes. Blue. Okay. Three steps ahead. Oh, not ahead of me though. <laughs> and I only moved one. <laughs> All right. Ooh, double, double purple. I there we go. Killing it. This game is almost as intense as camping. <laughs> double blue. Come Let's on. see how this goes. One and just past that 
licorice spot. Are you saying lose one turn? I would lose a turn. This time, I did not. All right, I have another red. Here we go. It's going to be a very quick podcast. It is. It is. <laughs> Double purple? Come on. <laughs> you shuffled. I did. Double purple. Wow. Passing the... Floppy? Oh, I know, but you're like six from the end. This is the very intense. Ooh, double red. One, two, right past the princess. Frostine. Frostine. At Snowflake Lake. Very eloquent. Very Elsa. Very Elsa, I agree. So, there's no purple. But it would be purple. Yeah, I don't know the rules. Because that last piece, that last little rainbow. step is a I, rainbow. Oh, I think that's... I think it's if you get any color. I would have to imagine. So you so won? I have already you won. won the game. This is a very short, very quick what else, are we, what else are we playing today? Uh, all right. Black four. I, you know what? I did say I would kick your ass in Candyland, and uh, I guess I hold true to my word. Okay. Connect Four would be will be a little more competitive. So. It will. Shall I? Yeah. Shall I, get... I, I think we should. Okay. Let's put let's put this away. Let's... The uh, courteous uh, guests. For, for, for the next person who will enjoy right. it just as much as you. <laughs> you did not enjoy yourself. I did actually. It was nostalgic to say the least. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Alright, we get Connect 4. Oh, we gotta put Oh, I'm gonna put my mask on first. I think you should put that on. Okay. Alright, Connect 4. Those pieces are oddly marked, but we'll make it work. We will. You have a color preference. We'll let you continue being red. Thank you. Since that's your good luck color. <laughs> oh man, you are competitive, I have to say. <laughs> no, I'm just high on victory. I see. I see. Can't wait. My pieces are marked with like the black spot of death. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Nope. No. No, you were right. I was wrong. Hey, man up to the wrong. All right. Ladies first. All right. I. This is quick. This is a very quick game. Mm-hmm. I can see that. One of one of skill. And strategy. I wish that these pieces were marked a little bit more clearly. Yeah, that would help. I I really can't tell, honestly, like I'll what I'm doing here. And I won. Hey. <laughs> Fair enough. One and one. Oh. So we're tied in games now. Oh, are we? Are we playing another? Uh, or should we get another game as a tiebreaker? We should probably get another game. Okay, so we'll do that. Alright. Get another game as a tiebreaker. This is serious. Uh, I figure even one-on-one who knows could take a while. It could. We could always up the stakes and instead of seven cards, you hold ten cards. Let's go with seven for now. Keep, keep it traditional. 
We're all about tradition. We don't fuck that, with that's tradition. That's me. We don't fuck with tradition. We don't fuck with tradition. I'll get the horse, please, and thank you. I'm very wean in life when it comes to things I feel. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> Anyone listening, uh, we're referencing is the show Letterkenny. It's a Canadian uh, based show. It's featured on Hulu. Uh, it was originally on. Something called Crave. I yes. just don't think that's a thing anymore. Is it? Well, I think it might Is have it? been a Canadian thing. A Canadian, Canadian streaming service. Yes. But I guess uh, got pulled out by Hulu, maybe. Whatever the case may be, but Letterkenny is very quick show to watch. Very good. And it's a show you definitely need to be paying attention to. Uh, they have a very bit. quick conversation. Yes. So. Comedy. Yeah. But they do a good job with uh, adding in the drama and everything else. Kind of well-rounded. Not safe for work, I'd say, either. No, definitely. Sure the dealer it. has dealt his cards. Four, five, six, seven, and I can't count right, so there we go. First color to you is red. I have six. No. I have seven. I was say, you got the first card. If I have seven, you have to have seven. Okay, so red. So the first card I'm going to do is uh, lose a turn. Uh-huh. And I'm going to use my first wild card and make it a green. Well, I'm going to switch that to yellow if you don't mind. Okay, I'm putting down a yellow nine. Ah, uh, niner. So I'm going to reverse that. I'm going to reverse it again. <laughs> I'm going to throw a four down. Make it red. Okay. I'm going to throw down a draw four wild card and make it a blue and uno. Two. I won the game. Son of a bitch. Oh, by the way, I put down a bluey eight. So, yes. What was the prediction before? Just so you refresh my memory of what you were going to beat me at. Uh, I was going to beat you at um, Candyland and Connect Four. Uh, I kicked your ass in Candyland. And okay, you, you did. beat me in Connect Four. And then you oh. beat me in Uno. Uno was never mentioned, nor never brought to the table as a kick ass But a tiebreaker. But it was a tiebreaker. It was a universally decided I appreciate you taking the time to come out here and chit chat with me a little bit have some grub have some quality beer quality conversation I appreciate that I appreciate you thank you for having me thank you so much for being a part of this oh this is Rooster Cogburn signing off so cheers all happy and healthy